podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Seahawks fans, wherever you may be, welcome back for another edition of the Seahawks Playbook Podcast. Join your host, Bill Alpstead, and co-host, sports writer and football analyst, Keith Myers, as we talk Seahawks football. Hey, Seahawks fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Seahawks Playbook Podcast. I'm Bill Alpstead, sitting down with co-host Keith Myers, here to talk Seahawks football. We're back from the bye, previewing the Las Vegas Raider game in Seattle this coming Sunday. Welcome into the show, Keith. Yeah, um, important game for Seattle. They they dropped one. I don't think they should have against Tampa. Then they had the bye week. They've watched their game and a half um, lead over San Francisco evaporate. And uh, they, they now they're playing a bad team, or at least a team with a bad record. And they need to come in and um, reassert themselves uh, get this win. And so it's a, it's an important game for Seattle. It's very important. Uh, we did a pre, uh, not a preview, but we did a, um, a look at the playoffs a couple of shows ago. And at that time before the, um, San Francisco 49ers played the Cardinals, uh, Seattle was the third seed. By the time that game ended, we were the seventh seed, mm-hmm. uh, because of the tiebreaker. So San Francisco is up at the top of the division. Um, with the tiebreaker, we're now the seventh seed. We're very close. You know, Seattle drops a couple of iffy games. All of a sudden, Seattle's not in playoff contention anymore. Seattle needs to keep winning. Uh, we've mm-hmm. talked about that a few different times. The upcoming schedule is somewhat favorable uh, to Seattle to go out and get these next three games. They need to play the way that they played prior to that Tampa game. You'd mentioned that. Uh, Seahawks go and, and face here at home. Under head coach Josh McDaniels, Seahawks are six and four. The Raiders come in at three and seven. Their only wins two games against Denver, one against Houston. Uh, those teams have proven to be uh, bottom five uh, teams in the NFL, but it doesn't mean that the Raiders haven't uh, played well. They've had some close games, uh, losing by one point to Kansas City earlier, played the Chargers tough, et cetera. So um, at this point, the the C- or the, the Raiders are kind of looking at their younger players and evaluating roster while the Seahawks are really trying to get into the playoffs. What do you expect from Seattle in this game? They had some time off. They've had this bye week. Um, Pete Carroll is a masterful coach in these situations, gets his teams ready to play, especially as they get closer to December. Do you expect the same? I absolutely do. I mean, um, the coaches had an extra week to prep for this. They had a week to... The, the, Typically, bye weeks when you do a lot of self scouting, you go back and rewatch um, yourself and figure out what you're doing well, what you're not doing well, how what changes you can make um, to improve your team based on your players. And so, you end up that's part of why Pete Carroll gets more out of his team after his bye weeks is because he does a lot of self scouting then. Um, and it's also a chance for the players to just get healthier. Uh, the wear and tear of a season, it's you know, even just the the non-injured player, the, everyone's sore, everyone's bruised, everyone's battered. And to have a week where you're not doing that and you're just healing and you're 
fresh and ready to go, uh, it matters quite a bit. And for the Sixers to be in a position where they are, where they're, you know, ready for a playoff run and then also get a bye week this late in the season, uh, put them in good position because they're going to be healthier and fresher than most of the teams that they play uh, for the next couple of weeks. And these are games they have to win. Absolutely. All right. So before we get too far ahead on strategy and what the Seahawks need to do by themselves, let's get into some matchups. Let's talk about Devontae Adams, a uh, player that they picked up. The last three games, he's really uh, picked up his game, 26 receptions, mm-hmm. 413 yards, five touchdowns. He had seven, 141, and two versus Denver. Uh, and the Seahawks come in with the 21st ranked pass defense. So to me, that's one of the, the possible advantages that um, Las Vegas will look to exploit, although Seattle's been playing better as of late. Tariq Wollins had, uh, had his, his latest pick in the last game. He comes in ready to take um, take a stand against one of the better wide receivers in the NFL. Oh, yeah, Devontae Adams is, you know, top three receiver in the NFL. I mean, he, the guy's just um, amazing. Hurt earlier in the year, still uh, limited in practice, but playing. Um, and he's going to, I mean, with the other guys injured, all the all the weapons and stuff that, that um that uh, Vegas is missing. I was going to say Oakland Um, (laughs) that Vegas is missing. He is what they've got going uh, in terms of the passing game. And so they've, they're, they're a team that they're going to force the ball into him. They're going to Mm -hmm. lean on their, their best offensive player. And it's going to be a tall order, but uh, Tariq Woolen and Diggs and, um, you know, maybe some Ryan Neal, like those three are going to end up double teaming, Devonte Adams quite a bit and they've got to win. They've got to, they've got to um, limit him. I mean, you watched, we've watched Tariq Woolen do that to other top receivers in the league uh, where, yeah, sure. They had six receptions, but it was for like 38 yards, like right. Eric Sutton and, and right. some of the other ones. So uh, if they can do that against Devonte Adams, that's a win. And if, if Absolutely. I don't see, I don't see Arizona scoring much if, if they can keep Devonte Adams yards down because they're not getting a lot of offense from anyone else. Not Arizona, Las Vegas. Did I say yes. Arizona? You did. Well, <laughs> I was think I was in my head. We were we started off talking about San Francisco, and I'm, I'm like, if we're gonna mention that again, like everyone, it, national media is like all over San Francisco right now. Like, oh my god, they're like Super Bowl, whatever. I'm like, they get right. a bad team with a backup quarterback. Can we yes. calm down a little bit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, Seattle Thanks. played uh, the Cardinals just as well, just as as good. So speaking of old players, speaking of uh, Arizona, <laughs> an old Arizona player, Chandler Jones, the defensive end, mm-hmm. is not the old Chandler Jones we're familiar with. This year, he's been really half struggling. A sack. Half, a half a sack. They sack, signed him to a three-year, three-year, fifty-one million dollar deal. They expect more out of him. He just hasn't uh, hasn't been there for yeah. them. Uh, Max Crosby's their guy. It's mm-hmm. been um, the guy that everyone to account for. Yeah. And nice so sacks. I just w- thought I'd mention Chandler Jones only because of that. But I think Seattle has an opportunity here to take advantage of um, uh, of them uh, on their uh, defensive line. If uh, the protection holds for uh, Seattle, they can, um, they can really allow 
Geno Smith to have some time to find his receivers and do some damage because I don't think their secondary is really that um, that good as well. Um, I signed Rocky Austin to be kind of the guy um, yeah. to improve the secondary, and he's been hurt, and it just hasn't been as good. Uh, I like to see Seattle. Uh, I mean, I know they they love their rookie tackles, and they've put them on an island against some of the best pass rushers uh, in the league already, but. You get a guy like Max Crosby, and there's nothing else going for them on their their um, their defensive line. This is a team with only 13 sacks yes. total, right. and nine of them nine of them are Max Crosby. Uh, so you've got three great tight ends, two of which are, are are known for being great blockers, as well as you know the stuff they do in the passing game. Put one of them next to whichever tackle Max Crosby is deciding to line up against on that play. And even if you just chip him, you know, help out your tackle just a little bit, uh, you can shut down Crosby that way and uh, negate yep. the only thing they've got going for them in terms of their pass rush. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. They offer same-game parlays, easy and fast payouts, and player prop options. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, place a $5 bet on any team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um. All right, so... They're on their offensive line outside of Colton Miller. The Raiders just don't have any answers up front at all. Right now, there's no one in the starting five that ranks in the top half of the players uh, per pro football focus at their position. They do have Josh Jacobs, though, to run behind that line uh, and Derek Carr to pass. And uh, Josh Jacobs averages uh, nearly four yards uh, carry after contact, ranks fifth in the NFL. He's a tough back to bring down. He's, he's had a great season running the ball. Uh, they've rushed the uh, ball over 100 yards four times this year. They've won three of those games. Now, two of those versus Denver, one versus Houston. Uh, mm-hmm. But nonetheless, they've, they've also been in games. Uh, they've given away leads late. They've uh, allowed teams to, to escape with wins and so forth. So while this team is three and seven, it's, it's not a horrible team. You don't mm-hmm. think of the, the Raiders as being uh, – as, as bad as Houston or as bad as uh, the Cardinals are this, this season. Um, they're a pretty decent team. They're well-coached. Uh, Derek Carr can uh, do some damage if he can I throw would, the ball down the field. I'll, and push, time. I'll push back on the well-coached part. I think they're not well-coached. Um, I think that um, Josh McDaniels has struggled and is likely not going to be back as their, their, their coach next year. Yeah, um, that's possible. I mean, you were talking about them having leads and being competitive. Yeah, they gave up a 17-point lead um, and lost that game. But part of it right now is that uh, Adams is hurt but playing. Um, 
you know, but who in their passing game, you're looking at Hunter Renfro's on injured reserve, Darren Waller's on injured reserve. There's their number two and three weapons on mm-hmm. offense that aren't out there. Um, they are, you know, they're down other than, um, than, you know, their main Dar- running Darren back. Darren Waller's out too. Yeah, I said that. I said Waller and, and Renfro. Oh, okay. Um, and so, but I was saying at, at running back, you know, they, they've got their starter back. He was hurt for a while, but their um, numbers two, three, and four running backs are all out. Uh, so they are, they're picking up guys off the street to, to try and, um, you know, be their backup running back. It's, it's, it's ugly. And their, their offensive line can't block anyone right now. So um, it, their offense is really going to struggle. They're not as good as they were a month ago because mm-hmm. of all these injuries. And their defense is just not as, as good, but it's, it's, yeah. I mean, the Seahawks have a clear advantages across the board on offense. There's just no question. If Seattle plays the way they they're capable of playing and up to their league average so far this year, I think they win this game. They've got advantages at wide receiver, Metcalf, Lockett, Goodwin, Eskridge. Uh, those guys are top 25 um, deep threat, all three of them. Um, and um, they, they're one of the best top 10 teams in converting those to long, long throws into touchdowns. Um, Lockett is second in the league behind Devontae Adams um, with four. Metcalf's tied with uh, for 10th and, uh, with two. And then Goodwin has three. He's uh, mm-hmm. tied for third, most in the league. Uh, those, those are going to give those um, Raider defensive backs serious challenges and that's not saying anything about our tight ends our tight ends have combined for 67 receptions 736 yards and five touchdowns they do a horrible job defending tight ends and so this is a real opportunity for seattle to be able to take advantage of those matchups as well and i'm very excited to see what ken walker does after a disappointing game against the buccaneers how does he bounce back and really um, how do they get him involved and get him started in this game so that he can kind of uh, break out and, and tear off again. So those to me are the matchups that I'm looking for when Seattle has the ball. This is a game in which uh, Walker should really just go off um, because Seattle should have a lead. Um, they should be feeding him to try and, you know, milk the clock and, and all of that. And honestly, defensively this isn't a team that's been great at stopping the run so yeah um you know and with his speed gets to the second level he can be gone so i expect him to have a really big game i do too i mean this is a bottom 25 uh defense here that we're facing uh we should we we clearly outperform them on almost every statistical category that you can think of on the offensive side against their defense um so i have a feeling that seattle probably could get close to 30 points in this game, if not higher, um, if things just really kind of roll, uh, which is entirely possible. Uh, and then on the uh, the offensive side for um, the Raiders, they're pretty decent. They're kind of a top 15 offense. They can get some things rolling with their uh, running game. Uh, Shelby Harris and Al Woods are going to be instrumental in this game, I think, as far as being able to stop the run. I think Brian Monet is probably going to be a factor. Uh, after being out in uh, as a healthy scratch in the last game, I bet he's activated in this game uh, because you're going to need the bodies to to stop Josh Jacobs. Um, but if we do that, 
their you know their wide receiver game doesn't bother me. Waller's out at tight end. They don't really have anything behind that. Um, Derek Carr's been a little erratic this uh, this year, but when given time, he's able to complete passes. He gets the ball out fairly quick, makes decent decisions, um, and so I think Seattle really kind of wants to try to make these guys one dimensional um, by stopping the run. And that's hard to do against those those guys. But if they can hold them under, say, 70, 70 yards, something in there, make Derek Carr throw the ball, uh, take the lead, uh, force them to throw, uh, force some mistakes, get some turnovers, I think this is another potential double-digit win for Seattle. Yeah, it, it really feels like it. And, and I had higher expectations for the Raiders this year, I thought. Uh, getting Chandler Jones was was going to make a bigger difference on their for their pass defense. Um, you know they signed a you know like Rocky Sen uh, on the back end, and I thought they were going to be better. And it just really hasn't worked out. And then now the injuries have hit them, and it, it's been a rough um, a rough year for them. And I am just I don't know. I I'm just uh, confused as to how everything went wrong so quickly for a team that actually has talent. Yeah. Um, I know they've had some key injuries and, and, and some of that. And um, McDaniels is not, it's really felt like he's just not up to the task of being a head coach. This is his second stint. And um, they were better last year with a, uh, in a year in which Gruden got fired and they had interim coach and it took, a couple like it took Derek Carr um and really to kind of hold the team together and you know get them into the playoffs and all of that that situation somehow is better than um now where they have a stable supposedly stable head coach and uh everything who's supposed to be a great offensive mind too mm-hmm. so i i think i think we're you know this season kind of went off the rails as their offensive line they just don't have a good offensive line at all. That's, you know, you take a look at almost the root of all of their problems and it, and it comes down to protection for Derek Carr um, and, and and blocking. And so it takes a potentially top 10 offense with Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs into a middling, probably 15 to 20 overall offense. You combine that with the uh, bottom five defense and it's a recipe for, below 500 uh, play, and that's what they're getting. Uh, it's a dangerous team. It's a team that can score on you. It's uh, Devontae Adams is a weapon. Uh, Josh Jacobs, you know, the way that Seattle misses tackles, uh, bottom five missed tackle team in the NFL could potentially be problems for Seattle in this game. Uh, so they're going to have to be aware of that, make sure tackles, um, and, and try to get stops close to the line of scrimmage. They've struggled with that at times. Mm-hmm this year and this is not a back that you want to mess around with and allow him to build up some momentum uh past the line of scrimmage so i'm saying that ryan monet al woods shelby harris other run stuffing edge setting players on this team are going to need to step up uh, and have a good game uh to keep this thing just from being even going into the fourth Mm -hmm. seattle takes a lead in the fourth quarter by a couple touchdowns i think they kind of glide uh to the finish line in this thing but it's important that we shut that thing down in the first half, at least. So the Raider, I mean, their running game, you're right. I, I, they're, 
that's the strength of their offense right now. But do you know that they're 23rd in the league in yards per game rushing? Yeah, that's because they fall behind. They need to pass. <laughs> you take a look at their passing yards, they're eighth. Um, but they're 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 losing, you know, and so they they fall behind. I mean, that's the recipe, I think, to win this game is mm-hmm. to do kind of exactly that. Uh, get Josh Jacobs down to where he's only rushing, you know, for 60, 70 yards and force their passing game to to go into effect. They they have horrible pass blocking rates. I think they're close to last in the NFL and pass blocked win rate and you kind of turn loose on them. And um, so I think we just need to get there. And it's just a matter of really playing our game uh, regardless of opponent. I think Seattle comes out, they play well. Geno Smith has a decent game. He's played decent in almost every game so far this year, uh, as far as uh, pass percentage completion rate, uh, passer rating, he's top, two in the NFL, he's second in the NFL in passer rating. Um, he comes out and has his game. Ken Walker goes off. Our receivers and tight ends get into it. And our defense just makes stops, get off the field on third down uh, and, and keep um, keep team, you know, keep the Raiders to three points if they get into the red zone. Um, those are the keys. Yeah, it becomes a, at that point, it becomes a, um, you know, they just win this going away. Um, so, in terms of passing, like, yeah, they're, what was it, eighth in passing yards uh, per game, but they're 14th, just 6.1 yard yards per attempt um, as a team. That's uh, not good. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's, it's in the middle. It's it's right in right. average. It's not sure. good. Um, so you look at, you look at a you know, combination of where they aren't getting yards rushing and they're not efficient efficient passing they they keep a lot of yards because they run a lot of plays well and cars completion percentage is ranked 24th in the nfl this year it's, it's, it's like yeah. close to 60 percent. so i mean it and all both of those things i think are attributed to the offensive line uh just being not good like they really need to upgrade yeah. their offensive line uh, yeah their center is really bad andre james uh still playing on a rookie deal he's he stepped back they thought he was going to improve this year he just is not he's a bottom you know uh he's like ranked 30th in the nfl i think in pass block win rates and his rush blocking isn't that much better um outside of um oh what who's their their left tackle Colton Miller, who's on the injured mm-hmm. list, you know, he might yeah. not even play in this game. And so they've got Jermaine uh, Imuli, Imuli Unor, something like that, uh, like taking over at left tackle. So that's a potential <laughs> matchup nightmare for them as well. And um, so I, I really do think that this game is won or lost in the trenches. And Seattle just is better all around than, you know, outside of Max Crosby. Uh, they have better players at every position. And it's just a matter of getting this thing done. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that you look at um, like Max Crosby's kind of their the key to their defense this time. If if Max Crosby goes off, has like two and a half sacks, and is all around Geno all game, Seattle's offense might you know struggle to, to to do what we expect them to do. Um, but if they put you know Will Disley over uh, on whatever side. Um, because Crosby moves around, so but if they put Will Will Disley on whatever side Crosby's mm-hmm. lining up and have him just help uh, one of the the tackles, 
uh, even if it's blocked for a second and then and then release. Um, Seattle's offense should should do fine in this game. Like they really should. What's the weather? What's the weather supposed to be like up in Seattle this uh, this Sunday? Do we know? Um, no, I actually don't know. So, yeah, I look that up. That'd be interesting to see uh, because turnovers could be a factor. You know, any time a team is desperate, um, but they can make you sputter a little bit on offense, get to the quarterback, disrupt timing, shut down your run game, um, force some three and outs, then turnovers really become a factor. And you know, weather could play into that. Yeah, it's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be terrible. It's light rain. Um, you know, seven mile an hour winds. It's not super windy. Not like rainy. No snow. None of that stuff. Um, it should yeah. be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your prediction, man? Let's 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 wind this thing up. Let's <clears throat> get some predictions out of here and get out of here. Um, I think Seahawks put on put one on um, the Raiders here, and it ends up being like thirty-one seventeen. Yeah, I, that's that's right in the neighborhood of where I was going to go to. Raiders have a hard time scoring points. A lot of their games are, you know, where they score 17, 20, 21 points. Um, the Seahawks are scoring 26 points a game uh, against league average defenses. And I think um, this is a bottom 25 defense. So I think that the, the Seahawks could end up scoring into the 30s in this game. Uh, so I'm going to go a little higher, 34 to... 23 just with a late score for the you know that mm-hmm. doesn't matter uh for the uh the Raiders but uh it's a it's a two score win for the Seahawks I believe yeah I um which that is sounds, good news. <laughs> that sounds get about us, right get us going again this is a good uh game to come back from uh, a bye with and a good game to respond to a loss uh against the Raiders and uh I think it's gonna be a fun game it's going to be a game that I think Seattle just runs away with, to be completely honest. So, anyway, let's get out of here. Good. Find Keith on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. You can find the show. Uh, you know where to look. It's uh, on your favorite podcast platforms and YouTube. Just hit the subscribe button if you like it. Share it. And until next time, go Hawks. Go Hawks. Seahawks Playbook Podcast listeners, thanks for joining us for another edition of the show. You can find us on Twitter. Bill is at NW Seahawk. Keith is at Myers NFL. And the show is at Hawks Playbook. You can listen and subscribe to the show at SeahawksPlaybook.com. Podcast Network.